We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Thank you all for coming. I hope you enjoyed the presentation of our budget and its impact on Western New York. There are so many areas where we're making record investments, supporting infrastructure, education, mental health services, housing. Uh, child care, a lot of a lot of initiatives are going to be beneficial to Western New Yorkers. So I'm really proud to be here to make these announcements, including $124 million to continue supporting the outstanding work being done right here at the University of Buffalo. We'll start with Janet. Um, so yeah, in light of that, the $100 million is for research funding. How does that fit in with your challenge to UE to reach a billion dollars in research funding? No, we're working close with them, but we also know that the facilities have to be world-class. If you're going to attract research dollars and investments from the federal government and draw the individuals who could go anywhere in the country, the smartest minds, the greatest researchers, you have to give them world-class facilities. So we're going to keep investing in UB's physical buildings and the labs and the research capacity is going to continue to increase, and that's how we're going to achieve that goal. Well, the stadium board is commission is meeting again in March. I expect that'll be the last meeting necessary. Then it goes to the legislature. So we are literally into the, uh, you know, crossing the T's and dotting the I's of this agreement. So it is moving full steam ahead. And I expect that the, uh, the groundbreaking will be absolutely on schedule to be later this year. Exciting times. Thank you, Sarah. Uh, when we talk about the budget, you talk about blizzard relief, you know, how how impactful were all these storms that we've had this year? I know we had the blizzard, but we also had massive snow in November. We've had an ice storm, we had an earthquake. Uh, talk to me a little bit about why you allocated that money to that relief and what you're hoping to see with, with that money. But also we put in a request to the federal government for disaster relief from FEMA. That was important because it took a little bit of time for all the municipalities to tally up the expenses. We told them from the very first hour, keep track of your overtime, keep track of the additional salt, uh, the wear and tear on your vehicles. Put that all together and we reach the threshold necessary to receive reimbursement. We'll submit it. That literally went in Friday. And I spoke to Senator Schumer about it yesterday in New York City about how important this was to get those approvals. So this is a continuation of our efforts to get relief for the localities that had incurred extraordinary expenses during this time as well as our efforts to invest in local equipment. For example, $10 million today for the city of Buffalo to have a joint uh, public works slash storm recovery center that they can you know be able to respond quickly with the latest equipment. Is the city of Buffalo behind in how they respond to snow? They're working very close with us to make sure that they respond to their needs and again I'm, that's why our, our role is to make sure that we can continue to give them state money to invest in the resources that are required for them to do their job. Governor, a new poll came out today about the uh, state's energy initiatives. Is there any change at all? There's not a there's more than 50% opposed to that, that whole situation. Just update us on where you're at as an administration. Right, and that's important. You know, we can no longer wait to deal with the effects of climate change. It is real. But we also have to do it in a thoughtful way that is not overnight. So this transition is overdue. 
but we're also being making sure we have money to help with any rate increases. We, my budget actually has money to help individuals meet those needs and making sure that you know, we continue renewable projects. We have 112 renewable projects underway right now, but there will be no transmission transition until the transmission lines are done that are gonna be able to bring alternative, ultimately lower cost power to everyone's homes. But there are timelines in place that do say that transition will happen. Are those timelines gonna slip? We're change? working on those timelines now, but again, we're just launching. We have the, the largest transmission project coming down from Hydro-Quebec to bring you know, thousands and thousands of homes hydroelectric power as well as wind and solar coming in from elsewhere as well as upstate New York where these projects are well underway. So I want people to know that we're aggressively going into developing the alternative forms of energy but nothing's going to happen until we're ready to make that transition and ultimately people's bills will be lower. The cost of using renewables is much lower than fossil fuel generated uh, power, but right now the transition is what's complicated. Can I continue to show that natural gas appliances are secure in their homes? Yes, we already said that. That is, uh, what I want to point out is there's a lot of falsehoods and narratives that are just not truthful about this whole initiative. And obviously sources would be the companies and the organization that represent those companies that are going to be transitioned out. So that is what's going on here, and the public is listening to this, but we have to give the counter-argument on how important it is for us to get to a different environment because we're the first generation that's really feeling the effects of climate change. Truly, we're seeing that with our storms and what's happening and all across the country. We're also the last generation that can do something about it. So we'll do it in a smart way, a way that transitions in the right time frame, but also Shame on us if we don't take these steps now. This is for our kids and their kids. Governor, $1.4 billion, dollars, Governor, in terms of an investment for those transmission lines that you talked about. Who ultimately will pay for that work to upgrade those transmission lines? Won't it be the ratepayers? Also the companies as well. The companies are going to profit from this new energy source as well. But what about so ratepayers? Rate pay, but we have assistance for ratepayers. If you look at closely at my budget, we already put in money now to start helping subsidize any additional costs, again, during this temporary transition period. This is long-term going to result in people having lower utility bills, lower utility bills that are better for the environment, better for the next generation. But transitions are complicated, they're tough, and that's what we're trying to work and through right costly, now. they're costly, aren't they? Well, with all due respect, we heard three to 16% increase in utility bills for ratepayers across the board to be able to pay for those transmission lines. Is that true or not? And again, the numbers are not clearly known right now because we're not in that we're not, we're, not, we're not in that transition point right now and it doesn't consider the offsets that I'm offering from the state government to reduce the burden on our ratepayers. And that think that's what's missing in the telling of this story, simply looking at numbers without understanding that we're working to get an offset from the state in this transition period, but ultimately if you're going to be honest about the people that you're telling news to, tell them that in the long term, it will be cheaper for them. It's just a transition time. Ultimately, the bills will be lower, and that is a good outcome. Can you guarantee that, as Governor? The, all the numbers that you're pointing to show that happening as well. Yes. Thank you, everyone. Can you follow up on the, the plan really quickly? One last question. Can I just follow up really quickly on the independent investigation to the state's response to the 
Blizzard. I know we spoke on January 21st, you told our reporter Ed Ranch that you would be putting out an RFP to look into that, and then the latest we heard was that there would be, uh, you'd be working with the firm Guidehouse to, yeah. to go through things here. We're, just, we're looking for some transparency on how that process is going and why you guys right. didn't go right. through Right, these are already approved companies that do consulting for the state. So there's a long list. We put it out to them to take a look at. Instead of spending many, many, many months of having to go through the RFP process, they are already pre-approved to be able to be providing this service to the state. And Guidehouse was selected because I'm anxious to get results now instead of waiting till next summer because there could be a storm tomorrow. Where are we I, in that process? It's starting already. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.